Hello and you are very welcome to Dan and Dara Doability. This is episode 44 of the podcast. I'm Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Dan, how the hell are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? Good. Listen, we're back after uh, a little bit of a break uh, from podcasting. Yeah, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while. while. A, lot, a lot's happened. For sure. For been sure. Sure. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. pandemics and but listen, all sorts of lockdowns and people not being able to get out and, you know, everybody mm-hmm. uh, living the life of a disabled person. Absolutely. Not being allowed out of their house. New year, new episodes. Yeah, new year, new episodes. Um, so you're uh, still plowing away through your masters. Yes, I am. Yeah, it's been uh, challenging, shall we say. Yeah, it's been uh, a different experience. Yeah, it's it's... I suppose going into the masses, we kind of uh, knew that it was going to be uh, different than what we'd what we'd all envisaged. Um, but thankfully, everybody's been really supportive. They're like a really solid group of people. So, um, and it's been really nice to be around such a creative bunch as well. So, but all online. Yeah. That's been that's been the tough part. That's been the tough part. Just not being able to uh, see them all. I suppose like I've I suppose I've only met uh, a handful of them once, and that was during the indu- uh, during the induction uh, back in October. So it's yeah, all a Zoom, bit Zoom, Zoom is fine online as grand, but it's not quite like sitting down and having a chat with people and. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, how much different is that to Zoom? But I know, yeah, there is. There yeah, is a new absolutely. Kind of... No, like it, there's body language, you know, there's like hugging people, you know, there's like shaking hands, you know, yeah. little small things like that, yeah. like, you know? Yeah, um, but more, more importantly, we're back here though, Dan. We're back in podcasting land, which is absolutely brilliant. And yeah. today we're joined by the absolutely amazing Sean O'Kelly friend of the show sean is uh, a wheelchair user uh, himself he's a campaigner a radio host always been very envious of that one that a radio host and uh, i suppose disability activist but recently um has uh joined the workforce so sean kelly after all that fantastic intro you're very welcome to the show thank you so much and thank you so much for having me back on you know it's it's so good to tell my story in no better way than to start than in Dara do it, Dara and Dara do ability. Thank yeah, you so well, much. listen, we're going to get to where you are right now, right? But we're going to get there. Let's, you know, right. let's let's see where Sean's been, and it's it is kind of an important journey from the from the point of view of, of people with disability and the job very market, so. very, which very is so. uh, which is which is kind of it, it's a mad, it's very different. I mean, I've had a little glimpse of it kind of through Dan. Um, and just the difficulties that are there, and the, the I was going to say the hurdles you have to jump over, but you can really that's that's almost what they are things that you can't get over. Um, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, it's been it's been a journey. It definitely has, according to you know the latest census, thirty one percent of people with disabilities uh, are in employment compared to seventy one percent of the general public, and um, it's that kind of that was a picture in itself. Yeah, I suppose it does. But uh, right, I, I, I push that challenge back to you when you said 31% of people with disability. What percentage of that then are, are simply never going to get a job? True, true. You know, yeah. and if you say 70% yeah. of, of able-bodied people, 
uh, are in employment, you know, there's a percentage of people who just simply just do not want to work. Yeah. Or are incapable of working, but it's kind of going, you know, 30%, probably, yeah, maybe they have a disability. Right. But then they go over to the other, (laughs) they're in the other 70% of the other 100% of people with disabilities. Right. So, but, you know, there's always going to be a percentage of people who simply can't work. Yeah. 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 And that's completely, you know, understandable and, and everything. But yeah. Yeah, there's it's it's low percent percentages anyway of people with disabilities in, in the workforce, which I I feel is partly down to the employer. There has to be kind of that mindset of employing someone with disabilities with a disability, um, and I I'm delighted that I've cracked that 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 employment barrier. Finally, after we, so long. Yeah, we, we've, we've looked at this before, myself and Dan, and we've kind of, I suppose, from, from the point of view of um, where we are right now, we say, in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. And everybody is effectively, there's, there's, there's kind of a level playing field. A lot yeah. of people are working from home. So if Shauna Kelly is able to get online, is able to operate a keyboard, um, I mean, we're, we're sitting here now on Zoom. Right, yeah. you're Sean O'Kelly. No, absolutely no indication whatsoever that you have this bill. No, no. Um, and, and again, it is that about that integration into society and the importance of it and being able to live our lives regardless of disability. It, it should be more of a level playing field now. Yeah, no, definitely. Because oh, definitely. Uh, it's like everybody else has suddenly realised. Well, we can work from home. We don't actually need to go to an office. We don't need to worry about yeah, yeah, access and and, and getting up a flight of stairs or do we have a lift or mm. oh god, does an employer have to go? Oh Jesus, here we have to go spend another seventy thousand euros to get a ramp put in at the front door and redesign our whole reception and stuff like that. You know, every so like Google sent all their staff home. Uh, you know, part of me kind of go, I'd love to know actually what sort of what percentage of Google's workforce are identified with disability. Yeah. Dan, take a note of that, will you? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, that's, we, need, yeah. we, need to look, we need to look into that. Uh, yeah, kind of what they're sort of, I mean, if they're the flagship sort of, of uh, sort of employment and stuff like that, how many, how many of their staff actually identify with and how do they, how do they, do they deal with it? Sean, to go back though into, we'll say, your... Um, as I, like say, as I like to say, back in the day. Okay, did school, did all that sort of stuff, and kind of heading out. Now, like Dan and I have 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 have, have kind of spoken about, you know, is everybody with a disability an activist? No. Um. Mm. They they in in their own way, yes, in their own way, they they they, they are. Um. I mean, there's many activists that are out there and and public but there's also those who are fighting for their own cause and fighting for you know or um fighting for for their for what they feel is right um i say if they see wrong and is that right though should you i mean this is the, this no, is the whole point no, of it. this is the thing no, you shouldn't no. have to no, you shouldn't really, really shouldn't have to. Like the first thing that you wake up in the morning isn't the first thing you go, oh, okay, right, how am I going to solve this yes. bloody problem? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, you shouldn't have to take the Facebook and Instagram no. and no. No. get posters made and park yourself outside some TD's office to have your story 
heard. God, it annoys me. It, it really annoys me so much that, like, how much time and effort has got to go into, uh, you know, getting your hand up and, and getting, just getting absolutely noticed. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, absolutely. It's, it, it can be. It is a challenge. You know, it is. It is. You know, I love doing it. I love being an activist and educating the many, many people out there. And it's when I hear that from you, Dara, I think, Thank you. It, it, many, many people just with able-bodied people need to realize the challenges that people with disabilities face on like, various aspects, not just you know one one particular topic. And I feel that this podcast has kind of taught many people, including yourself, Gary, about the challenges out there. And so yeah, no, it's it's it's. I love doing it, but it shouldn't happen again. No, it shouldn't. No, no, you've been involved in um, you've been involved in in, in, in quite a bit, obviously. In um, yeah. sorry, day my wheels, uh, which was lovely, which was great. I mean, that was in the middle of kind of when we were in college time, wasn't it? That yes, started, I think... it, it started in two thousand and six, sixteen even. Yeah, that was about the start yeah. of our college, really. I think. Yeah, I think that was yeah, the, that, think... that was the first time I heard of you. Yeah. Yeah, I think we we just graduated. Uh, our I I had just graduated secondary school I think at that, at that time, so yeah. I, was, I was just going into yeah into college. Um, so I, I suppose Sean, from your story, I suppose from a, a an employment point of view, I suppose if we were going right back to the start, right, right back to two thousand and eleven, <laughs> two thousand and eleven when I left school. So take us back to your first job interview. Then. My first job interview um, wasn't for a while. I've, I've had lot, lots of job interviews. Um, but I, I think my first one was, was with a charity organization. Um, and, you know, it, was, it went well. Um, but I, 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 so up until then, I've had, you know, I've applied for lots of, of jobs and I didn't get many replies at all. Um, and I was trying to get my head around like why this was. And I can't, it became, became very apparent that um, not every applicant is replied to, um, which I, I right. understood in the end. Um, and in, in my job applications, I, I'm, I'm going with the whole um, disclosure of disability. Yeah, and that, that's kind of a whole other topic in itself. Um, I I disclosed my disability in my job application, and then when then I changed and I didn't put it in after a, a while, and I did see a change. I don't know why, but I did see a change. It's it's a bit of a double edged sword, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I have a disability, and you can kind of go, this might work. Insofar as uh, we say a lot of bigger companies will have to have a percentage of people with a disability. Yes. And, their... and, and also local authorities as well. Yes, which is a fair point, actually. Yeah, I never thought of local authorities. Yeah, but any, any, and it's the bigger companies. So the smaller companies aren't going to really give much of a credence to person with, a, a person with a disability, unless they can do very something very, very specific for them. 
Um, but it's, it's the bigger companies then who have, um, yeah, no standards in, in so far as, you know, we have an environmental impact study here and we have, this is how we deal with people with disabilities and this is how we deal with people from the LGBT community or whatever and stuff like that. That, that there's almost sort of like, you know, we have a thousand, we have a thousand employees. Okay, so they have to be, X has to be this and Y has to be this and there has to be, you know, in order for us to say, yeah, we've got everybody. We're, we're very so inclusive, whether it comes to colour, creed, disability, your gender, all of those mad things now, which we kind of all have to add up. Add up. Yeah. So you say yes, I have a disability, and they go, right, how we fix there now, lads? Uh, do we have a slot? <laughs> we need, well, we need to fill one, you know. The real, I honestly, yeah. <laughs> part of me honestly yeah. looks at it like that. Yeah. That it's kind of going, right, okay, yeah. Well, you know, because the bigger companies will have access. And it's almost like in, in saying that that by by doing that you're not taking somebody's abilities on merit. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You're, not, you're not hiring them because of their ability to do the job. You're just going and going, okay, this person has a disability. We need to fill a certain amount, like you said, with, with quotas, and that just, that needs to change. Yeah, it does, Matt. Big time. Big, big time. Yeah, well, that, well, that's fine, Dan, saying it has to change. But uh, how does it change? And Is everybody then judged on merit? Yeah, that's the way. Of course. Well, then, I, I'm sorry, but then people with disability haven't got a hope. Not necessarily. Because there should be a point where a company is accessible. Okay, there's a point where it's... It's a similar situation to say, for example, actors portraying people with disabilities in, in films, for example. Yeah. If 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 an actor is right for that role, you're you're gonna get them, you know, playing that part. But there should be equal opportunity to apply for that role. Yeah. If you, I mean. But no, I get that. Every, everyone yeah. can apply for a job, though, Dan. But if I mean, if, if everyone's going to be judged on merit, if you have the right, um, you have the right qualifications, you have the right experience, yeah, that's fine. But at the end of the day, if if a company doesn't have, and I know we look at access um, and we talk about access, is just it should just be, yeah, absolutely. Right? Irregardless, it, it should just be a thing. It's not like somebody goes. Right, we're going to design this lovely building. Uh, okay, I know buildings have come on and, and, and access is sort of part of it. But, you know, how many buildings now have to be retrofitted yeah. to yeah. Uh, make sure people can get into it? You know, I mean, I, okay, I, I don't experience it, but I'm sure you, you obviously do every other day when you're kind of going broken pavements, whatever the hell, steps, lips, getting through a door, no matter where they park their cars or stick a sign out in the street advertising their, their, their business. We just don't think. I know uh, that we, we, what I said earlier, is everybody with a disability and activist, possibly you have to be. Hmm. Because if you don't yeah. shout out about the things that you see, everyone is simply never going to be done. The, the, there's a good old phrase, the one who just the loudest kind of succeeds yeah. completely if you're not mm -hmm. kicking down the doors no one's going to listen to you yes 
if you're not simply going and that that's sad that's wrong that's, it is wrong that's... but i mean i think i think since we say since whatever it is 2008 whenever we had that oh my god we're yards all over world and we had that that big crash and money started disappearing and services started getting cut and it, it like this big funnel of money just started getting less and less and less and less and less so there's less money to go around there's less people are going to get it and it's only if you if you kind of go oh yeah it's terrible that's fair enough god yeah i, I love that you know and then suddenly you're not going to be looked after unless you kick down the doors unless yeah. you become that person who's going now i know you've been involved in the um the whole lift situation with uh aaron road aaron yes and I, I know you don't generally use lifting off or the, the the dart an awful lot, um, but th- that to me is kind of it, it. It drives me it drives me insane when uh, lifts aren't just like about people with disabilities. You know, no, they're not. No, it's everybody. It's your man with the pram. It's the little old lady. It's the little old man. Yeah. It's the fellow with the yeah. crutches who's just twisted his ankle up playing a game of soccer and is trying to get it, get from one place to another. And you'd be kind of going, yeah. And then you have Aaron O'Darren going, oh, sure, listen, it's vandalism. And uh, it's the weather and uh, stuff. And uh, it's Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> you know, and those absolutely, you're kind of going, what? Yeah. Fix the fucking lift. Yeah. Just get them get them fixed, lads. It's not about people with wheelchairs. Yeah. It's not about people with accessibility issues. You know, oh, but it's a Victorian um, infrastructure we're dealing with. You've had about 100 years to fix it. Yeah. You know, uh, or more, possibly. You know, it's not like people with disabilities just popped up last week. Yeah. And I think that's something that people forget, like that. Like, if something isn't accessible for people like myself and Sean, it's not accessible for the elderly. It's not accessible for people who are in 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 buggies or, or or things like that you know like there's countless other situations where that applies as well yeah so that that's what makes it even more i suppose baffling about the whole about the whole situation yeah and i, I suppose sean was there anything in particular uh that was going through your head when you kept getting turned away initially from from jobs. Part of me, like one hands of me thought it was my disability. But then when I looked at when I, I like I, I've done CTAC courses. So was I being caught out on my lack of education? Because a lot of these these places wanted like full on qualifications. Which yeah. I don't which I, I've VTAC but I don't have like degree a degree as such. Um, so I, I feel I was kind of, there was kind of an uh, aspect of discriminatory um, around that, around, mm. you know, because not everyone that can do degree, full on degrees. Yeah. Um, so like going back to, to what we were saying, it should be based on, on Experiences and, and merit, and rather than a, a pass, a, like a, a, a qualification as such, um, yeah. maybe there should be Absolutely. some aspect of it, but it shouldn't be the the thing to be, to, to be focusing on. 
And I, I suppose based on that, like if you were to put yourself back in, in those situations where you're, you're going to, to interviews and, and getting turned down consistently, is, is there anything that you would, you would change? Um, I don't think so. Because um, my, well, well, like I, I, I did very, like six three-time courses just to keep myself busy. Um, so I, I, it's just about getting more and more experience. Um, and in terms of the interview, I just, I just told my story and you know about me and my experiences. So I, I don't know where I went wrong. I'm not. I don't. I, I, like looking back on on it, you know, dwelling on, on the past isn't isn't kind of helpful but it's it's you know it's it's important to think about you know what's what's so if you if you rocked up to uh, an interview in a situation where you hadn't disclosed your disability has that happened i i the only the only time that i disclosed my disabilities when i made the change the only time i i the time that i disclosed was when i was asked for an interview I didn't disclose before that. Okay. Interesting. Well, I'm just wondering what their reaction would have been. If I'd said nothing at all and just rocked up to mm. their place. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I mean... And what if you couldn't even get in the door? Yeah. And that and that's why I, you know, I said it when I did, at, at, when I got the phone call. Um, in case their, their place isn't the wheelchair accessible. Or in case they need to make special arrangements. God, that's then, funny, isn't it? That is that's a whole different sort of uh, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. lovely. Yeah, Sean, come on here. You, you meet. They fit the bill. Come on in here and have a little chat with us. And you're kind of going, yeah, yeah, no problem. You know, Sean rocks can up I, and goes, "Can I get in?" Well, no. Even if he said, "Can I?" You know, if he didn't say, "Can I get in?" Even if you yeah. at that stage you still hadn't disclosed your your disability. I just wonder what that would. She's like that. That's front page news for the Independent, really. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I I suppose that kind of turns the onus on the employer and goes, "Hang on, you you've offered this guy a job, and he's turned up. He's done his side of the job." In, in, well, even, in, not, uh, even not so much getting the job done, but just turning up for the interview. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, you, you've you done what you need to do in terms of turning up and showing up for the interview and preparing and doing exactly. your research. So, like, that has the effect of reflecting badly on the employer, as I mentioned. And that, as you said, Dara, that, that's that's front page news. That That is something that a company needs to look at and go, okay, we really need to clean up our act here. But yeah. even if we just we just say, for instance, like that every every shop in any high street, right, would have an office above it. So whether it's you know what I mean, it's it's a solicitor or um, it's oh gosh, I don't, I don't know, an accountant or, or whatever, you know, and you're applying for an accountancy position or you're applying for a PA's job or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's simply no way you're getting up there. No. Not you know, there's, 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 there's no way, and there's no way that company is suddenly going to go, oh, um, 
right, we're going to have to put a lift in here. You know, that's not going to happen. No. So no. I think by the very nature of work, you're going to be disqualified from an awful lot of jobs anyway. Yeah, again, it's, it's it goes back to that thing of mindset and how, and, you know, the employer's mindset of employing someone with a disability. Yeah, it, it is. But then again, I think an awful lot of employers simply can't. Yeah. Because they'd have to go, oh, right, we're going to have to spend 50, 60 grand on upgrading a building that simply can't be, or mm. we're going to have to move. Um, when it's just as easy to just go, yeah, well, he's better qualified than you. Sorry, Sean. Uh, yeah. You know, God, it'd be lovely to have someone here with a disability and you're more than capable of doing a job, but, you know, he's got a degree, even got FETAC. So it is almost kind of uh, an escape clause. Yeah. yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's, God, yeah, you know. Hmm. Oh, I think we could talk about this for a long time. I really do. I think there's lots, there's lots, lots happening. Um, that you know, I mean, w- would you have a, a message for employers, Sean? I I would. Um, it would be to to think to think outside the box and employ someone with a disability. Or certainly consider it, as we as people with disabilities have a lot to offer, a lot to give. And it's, you know, it's, it's, we're, we are living in a world of diversity. So start now. Gavin started. So, Sean, just you're, you are now employed. Um, I'd be just interested to see how you got into that sort of in, in, into that space that you're in now. You're, you're working in a hospital in the Greater Dublin area and you're screening people for COVID 19 as, as they're coming in. How did you get? Uh, not necessarily how did you get the job, but the sort of the, the, the interview process into that. Um, yeah, how, how, how have you ended up where you are now, working? So I had an interview in February. Um, I, I cast my net out to contacts um, to help me find employment. Um, so I, I, I got an interview back in February for no, no particular role and I was successful in that, that interview thankfully and then COVID hit which I was supposed to start in June oh, for, for, a three, for a three month period um, as a filler in for someone but then COVID, COVID hit and that kind of messed everything up uh, but I kept in contact with, with the employer and um, I, I then heard in late summer that there was. Um, I, I I heard in, in late summer that for, I was asked for an interview for a, a role, and it, it wasn't a role that suited me because it would be a very man handling, manual handling role. Um, but then a couple of weeks later, I asked, I, I got another interview and I went for an interview and I was successful in the role and I was delighted and I started in, in October of last year. And so it's, it's been, it's been a challenge, you know, I, it's, I, I came to the conclusion that networking 
and it is a big part of getting employment. No, I would agree. It's a lot of times it's Absolutely. about who you know, not what you know. And yeah. it's been, yeah, there's days when you yeah. can have said, I'd rather be lucky than good. Yeah. Uh, having yeah. that opportunity for someone to say, Jesus, do you know what? Actually, I know the fella. I know the right lad for that job now. Actually, he'd be ideal. He'd be brilliant. Yeah, it is about kind of, yeah. And I suppose if you, if you go back then to the very start when you go, is everybody with a disability an activist? Maybe you need to be. Yes. Maybe yeah. you need to show the skills that mm-hmm. you have and the abilities that you have rather than going, ah, look, there's Sean in this wheelchair. Ah, the poor devil. It's just a shocking, you know. Yes, yeah, never have a disability. Rather than saying, listen, yeah, he's got a fine voice on him. He's well able to speak. He is, you know, a clever, smart individual, you know, irregardless of, you know, whatever it's, yeah, okay, he can't manual, do a lot of manual handling and stuff like that. That's perfectly fine. But here's a job he can actually do, and he has the personality to do that particular role. Away you go. Yeah, no, it's 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 the perfect role, and I I, I really enjoy being there. And I'm I'm as long as I'm doing right in there, I I see myself in various roles for a long time in admin roles in there, hmm. and I really like it. It's a super dull that you that you can get in then, and you can kind of say, well, yeah, I can't do that, but it doesn't. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I guess that's to say, yeah, I was going to say something, but I won't. Something about being in the tent and outside the tent. But, uh, you know, um, yeah, it is kind of, it's easier inside the tent. Uh, you know, being able to say kind of, yeah, well, listen, there, there's no problem with him doing that particular role. A lot of it is admin. And yeah, you're not a nurse. or You're certainly not, you know, you're not going to be current patients around like that, but there's plenty of other things you can do. Exactly, exactly. Um, I, I really like it. Yeah. And how are you finding it? Good, good. I do 12-hour days, three days a week. Right. Um, I love it, though. I really, yeah, really but you're, you're mobile as well, though, so far as you have your own car. Yeah, I drive there. I drive there and back every, every two, the three days, and I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm, wrecked by the, I'm wrecked by the end of the day and the end of the week. Yeah, but it's all it's all well worth it. I I I you know, I've got relationship with patients, families, and that kind of thing. I'm getting to know people, and I I like that. I like love that aspect of it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Charlotte Kelly, uh, a huge thanks for uh, joining us today. I I genuinely appreciate it, and it's just it was great to have a little insight into uh, your journey. Um, Absolutely. Thank you very much. No, thank you so much. No, I'm, I'm so good to tell my story. And one thing to take from, from my experience from many others is that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Just keep the head up high. This has been episode of 44 of uh, Dan and Dara Doability. I have been Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. And we'll talk to you very soon.